For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Aaron going, that ain't right. You got robbed again. Again. On the attack, count the basket. Isaac got it. Slams it in on the follow of his own miss. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Believe in Orlando Magic from the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mike Fazzino, as always, breaking down all things Orlando Magic, all things NBA basketball. Two huge storylines coming out of the Orlando Magic this week. First off, NBA draft results, taking Cole Anthony from UNC with the 15th overall pick in the draft. And Russell Westbrook trade rumors have been swirling around all day today as of Friday, November 20th. So two huge storylines based around the Orlando Magic. First off, though, I do want to talk about the NBA draft, and the drafting of Cole Anthony, who I think is a fantastic fit for this team. The Magic went into the draft kind of looking for a playmaking point guard. I think that was what the what the mindset was coming into the draft, just kind of taking whoever felt to them. I know there were some options like, you know, Tyrese Maxey was an option. I know obviously Cole Anthony was available. Um, I think they were kind of hoping that Halliburton would fall down to them at 15, but I know Sacramento took him at 12, obviously. So, there were a lot of players that Orlando was looking at, um, Theo Maldon, um, Nico Mannion, and other point guards that the Magic were looking at. But I think the focus here was really adding depth to the backcourt, especially with the uncertain futures of Michael Carter-Williams and DJ Augustine as backup point guards to Markel Fultz. So certainly the Magic were looking into taking a guard, and I think they got a guard who can outperform the position he was drafted in. So what I mean by that is I think he can perform better than a 15th overall pick, a mid-round selection. I think that he can develop himself into being one of the top 10 players that to come out of this draft class. And I say that primarily because people forget that before he missed the 11 games with a knee injury in UNC last season, Cole Anthony was a projected top five pick. I mean, he is offensive dynamite, a really dynamic playmaker, has some great defensive potential. He's a little undersized at 6'3", but um, he does have some good defensive potential. Kind of, to me, reminds me a little bit of Fred Van Vliet, which I'm going to get to him in just a few minutes based on some comments from Steve Clifford, head coach. But in terms of taking Cole Anthony, I think he's exactly what the Magic need. Um, Going into next season where there's some uncertainty, you know, Aaron Gordon's up in trade rooms, Jonathan Isaac from what I understand as of right now, is out for the season. So you don't know what's going to happen with Carter Williams and Augustine. So there are some roster uncertainties going into next season. What the team needs is offensive firepower off the bench. And although he was a little bit inaccurate last season at UNC, not even eclipsing 40% from the field, I do think that the potential is there with Cole Anthony. And I think he can be a really great offensive playmaker and an offensive spark plug off the bench. Essentially, that's why the team drafted him. Average 18.5 points per game last season, 5.5 rebounds, 4 assists. Although he did have the torn meniscus, they do, from what I understand, the injury is not really a concern to him. They they think he's going to come back healthy. But 
And the important thing with Cole Anthony here is that he's just such a dynamic scorer. He can create his own shot. He's really well distributing the ball. He has the ability to get to the lane. The three-point shot is, is there. It wasn't super accurate last season, but we know that the skill set is there. So I think the the fit in terms of style of play as well as the roster need makes this just an out-of-the-park hit for the Orlando Magic. And picking at 15th, I mean, what did you really expect with the 15th pick? I really thought Cole Anthony would be gone by that point. I didn't think he was going to be you know, what draft analysts thought he would be before the injury being a top five or seven pick. I obviously assumed that he would fall because of the injury, but he fell right into Orlando's lap at 15. And I just think he's got a great personality. We've already seen some videos circulating on social media of him hanging out with Mo Bamba already. You know, he's good energy, seems like a good kid. And again, I think the fit is there. He does have the ability to hit some really difficult shots, which the team is lacking. He's super creative with his shot, although, again, the efficiency wasn't 100% there. The potential is there for being a difficult shot creator, hitting those creative shots, and being able to knock down basically from anywhere on the floor. So I do also think his pace as a good playmaker is important to the Magic. We're seeing Markel Fultz improve as a playmaker, but he's not quite there yet. I think the potential of having Cole Anthony running point off the bench is... um, that could develop into something really great. And eventually we could maybe see a starting backcourt of Markel Fultz and Cole Anthony, which again, I'm going to get to in just a second. Um, But you're talking about a guy who was a potential top five pick, was the MVP of the McDonald's All-American game, the MVP of the Jordan Baron Classic, the MVP of the Nike Hoop Summit. The, The kid can play basketball. And North Carolina, again, maybe didn't have the best season. Maybe he didn't play that well. The team didn't play that well. But the potential is there. He was dealing with the torn meniscus, obviously. Um, more than anything else, this is a team that is really lacking offensive firepower off the bench. Not knowing what's going to happen with DJ Augustine and Michael Carter-Williams. Assuming that one or both of them leave, the team needs guard depth. I think this was a really fantastic pickup for them. Has the potential to really be an, a key offensive playmaker for this team. Hit some big shots. And maybe be a long-term backcourt fit alongside Markel Fultz. The only reason I say that is because an interview that was done with head coach Steve Clifford, he himself said that he envisions Anthony and Fultz playing alongside each other, similar to Kyle Lowry and Markel Fultz, uh, and excuse me, Fred Van Vliet. So the direct quote from Clifford states, quote, it would give us two pick and roll players on the floor at one time, Clifford said, as Anthony becomes more comfortable and they're more comfortable together. Look at the great success that Toronto has playing Van Vliet and Lowry together. I think that we could definitely do it. They, talking about Anthony and Fultz, are big enough and they are both physical enough to guard bigger players. So, essentially, Steve Clifford isn't just taking Cole Anthony to be a backup guard. He envisions a long-term starting backcourt between Cole Anthony and Marco Fultz. And I I think the fit's there. So, I think the both of them really balance out each other's weaknesses a little bit. I see Fultz as, um, you know, more of a, more of a slashing guard. Um, kind of a drive and kick out type of player. Cole Anthony's more of the the shot creator, more of the you know the the distributor. I think they both have really great defensive potential. I think they can both be two of the better defensive guards in the NBA. Um, but the you know Markel Fultz not the greatest shot. That's where Cole Anthony comes in because he's known as more of a shot creator. Um, Cole Anthony more more of the distributor. Um, 
you know, more of the setup guy where Markel Fultz is more of the drive and kick type player. So I think the two of them do really balance each other out well. And again, that's where, you know, Markel Fultz drives in some areas or maybe Cole Anthony does. Yeah, Cole Anthony is more of, you know, the the pass and shoot type of player where Markel Fultz is more of the put my head down, get to the basket type guy. Um, so I think the the balance, the two can balance each other out there really well. And again, I'm not saying that the two of them necessarily mirror Kyle Lowry or Fred Van Vliet in, in any way, although I do see a little bit of Van Vliet in Cole Anthony. Rather, it's the idea of having two playmaking dynamic point guards in your starting lineup and it, it working. And I think Toronto has been a fantastic example of you know, being able to do that and carry out that style of basketball, of having two point guards in your lineup that kind of balance each other out really well. And it works, although obviously they had Kawhi Leonard. That team went to the finals last year. The team was a playoff contender this year without Kawhi Leonard. So that style of basketball under the right coach with the right players can work. And I do think that that's what the Magic see as long-term potential in Cole Anthony. I think he's going to be a really nice fit for this team. Love the personality. Love how he's already kind of hanging out with Mo Bamba. I give this pick an A. Um, you know, I think it's a really great pick. It was kind of the obvious one, I think, for the Magic. There were some other players on the board. I personally, when I saw them on the board, as much as I wanted Cole Anthony, I thought Tyrese Maxey would have been the ideal fit, fell into Philadelphia's lap eventually, which their rebuild is phenomenal, what they've done with Daryl Morey at the helm. But... You know, I think the, the the Cole Anthony play was really great. I would have been happy with either of the two. I think it was a necessary pick, adds an offensive spark plug, short-term off your bench. The long-term potential of a backcourt with him and Markel Fultz is there. So I give this pick in a really, really nice play by the Orlando Magic to get just a dynamic playmaking guard who can score off the dribble, dominate with the ball in his hand. The backcourt potential is there. We're not done talking about the Orlando Magic backcourt yet, though, because contrary to everything that I just said, contrary to everything that Coach Cliff was saying about the future backcourt of Mark Helfeld to Cole Anthony, Russell Westbrook trade rumors have made it down to Orlando, Florida. That's right. This morning, a report came out that the Magic were potentially looking into acquiring Russell Westbrook in a deal around Aaron Gordon. Nobody's come out and said these rumors aren't true, so... Everything I'm going to say is based off of the premise that these are true rumors. This is something that the Magic supposedly looked into. Why? My question is why. And again, it's not anything against Russell Westbrook because I don't know if I've ever said this on the show. Actually, Russell Westbrook is my favorite player in the NBA, aside from LeBron James. I love Russell Westbrook. I love his play style. I love his energy. He can be a little bit erratic, but you know what? I, I kind of like that. I think he's a really great player. He's a generational talent. The fit the fit isn't there for me. And maybe if we were a couple of years down the road and you've tested out, you know, a Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony backcourt. I forget Cole Anthony. You've given Markel Fultz a couple of years. Maybe it's not quite working out. You know, the team's a little bit older. It'd be a different situation. It doesn't make any sense right now. And I'm not against trading Aaron Gordon. Um, he'd be the guy I'd personally rather keep, but I do think something's got to be done with that front court log jam. So again, I'm not opposed to cleaning up the front court a little bit, but in the same breath, you haven't given Markel Fultz, you know, a chance, a chance in the sense of 
you know, a couple of seasons. I think they gave him more than a chance last year. He's played really, really well. And I think he deserves at least another season or two at the helm before throwing in the towel. And especially now drafting Cole Anthony, hearing what Coach Cliff is saying, I don't think it's going to happen. I just can't see the Magic making a move for Russell Westbrook. The, the, report, the report did also say that the talks didn't progress to a point enough where the Magic were a serious candidate to land Russell Westbrook. But talks did happen. And it makes me a little bit nervous because I think that Mark Helfoltz deserves more of a shot than that. And looking at this team, I, I really do think the future of this team is a Fultz and Anthony backcourt with, you know, Isaac Bamba, you know, Chumo Kiki maybe. I, I don't know if that's a championship level team, but that kind of, to me, looks like that's the future core nucleus of this team. And to blow that all up to get Russell Westbrook, who again is one of my favorite players in the league. You give all that up for 31-year-old point guard owed northwards of $120 million over the next couple of seasons who the roster fit might not necessarily be there. To play devil's advocate, I see why you do it. The Magic haven't had a true superstar really since Dwight Howard. No disrespect to Vooch. No disrespect to the young star that Oladipo was. No disrespect to really anyone. But, I mean, the team does need a superstar. The team needs a face. And it's nothing against Nikola Vucevic, but I just don't think he's that guy. He's not, you know, the big-name player that's going to get fans in the seats. Russell Westbrook is that. Russell Westbrook is... If Russell Westbrook's on your team, you have fans in your seats, you're making jersey sales, you have people tuning into your games, that's national television audiences right there because people want to watch Russell Westbrook. In the same breath again, the fit isn't there. But I see why the Magic at least looked into it. Superstar, fans in the seats, jersey sales, national television appearances, Russell Westbrook draws attention. And a small market team like the Orlando Magic, who haven't really made much of a name for themselves nationally since the Dwight Howard era, I see why you're considering the move. I just would not sacrifice the future potential for a couple of years of spotlight. And I don't think that a, a Russell Westbrook addition makes the team much better than they already are. Right now, as the roster currently stands, you're talking anywhere from a 6 to 9 or 10 seed in the Eastern Conference. I give that wide range. You know, you never know what can happen. So I would say anywhere from as high as the 6th seed in the Eastern Conference to as low as the ninth or 10th seed in the Conference. Right in kind of that mediocrity bubble of being good enough to squeak into the playoffs but not quite good enough to be a serious contender. Does a addition of Russell Westbrook really make the Magic that much better? Because realistically... The trade probably would have been Aaron Gordon, Markel Fultz, and picks. Even if you keep Markel Fultz, Russell Westbrook's going to be the starting point guard, obviously, in the backcourt. So does Russell Westbrook really propel the Magic into a top four or five team in the Eastern Conference? No, absolutely not, because he's not that player anymore. He's not the guy that's going to make you a serious contender. Obviously, unless there's other players on the team like, I don't know, James Harden. But, again, 
he doesn't make the team that much better. And I, I don't think it's worth sacrificing the young talent that this team has. And it's not that I'm against trading Aaron Gordon, because if you could find a good a good player to get for Aaron Gordon and a package of picks and, you know, maybe toss Evan Fournier in there or something like that, I'm all for that. All for that. I just don't I don't see the point from a basketball standpoint of pursuing Russell Westbrook. From a marketing standpoint, from the standpoint of jersey sales and national television audiences and fans in the seats, I get I get it. I get why the team would make a move on Russell Westbrook, but I would not sacrifice the potential of this team and sacrifice the potential future backcourt of Markel Fultz and Cole Anthony. Sacrifice the chemistry that this team has built over the past couple of seasons. I wouldn't sacrifice any of that to put Russell Westbrook on the roster just to get fans in the seats. That's my standpoint on the Russell Westbrook trade rumors. I just, I just don't, I, I don't see the fit. I don't see the fit from a basketball standpoint. Makes no sense to me. But I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Right now, the the market for Russell Westbrook, by the way, is absolutely barren. I know once the rumors first started heating up, Orlando was, I believe, second or third in the betting odds to get Westbrook. That never made sense to me. The only real viable options I saw for him were the Hornets and the Knicks. Report came out today, the Knicks don't want him. New York Knicks don't want him. They've done such a nice job rebuilding. They did a really great job in the draft, by the way, getting Obi Toppin. I know they got Miles Powell, another local guy, as an undrafted free agent. <clears throat> so, from that standpoint, Russell Westbrook to the Knicks makes no sense. That left the Charlotte Hornets. They just drafted LaMelo Ball. That's your backcourt right there. So, it doesn't really look like any team's going to make a move on Russell Westbrook right now. And I know the Rockets have said they're comfortable keeping Westbrook into the season. But of the two, it looks like Harden's going to get his way out and Westbrook's going to be stuck there. And that's only because I, I don't think any team wants a guy like that who has, again, as much as I love him, has been a locker room cancer, is owed all that money isn't the player that he used to be, isn't going to be a substantial difference maker unless he's shipped to a contender where he's an absolute perfect fit. No team really making a move for Russell Westbrook makes sense, and the Magic aren't short of that. For the same reasons I stated for the Knicks, for the same reasons I stated for the Hornets, these are teams that are turning the corner on their rebuilds, that are doing nice jobs at building a young nucleus, at putting together really well-rounded rosters, and... You know, the Knicks might not necessarily have their backcourt of the future yet, but that's a young roster that maybe a guy like Fred Van Vliet, I know, is rumored to go there in free agency. Um, you know, some other younger point guards could be rumored to go there. So I, I think the Knicks are going to go young with their backcourt, similarly to how Orlando has done. And none of those teams are sure of the fact that the fit of Russell Westbrook does not make sense. And I'm not sacrificing... I am not sacrificing the backcourt of Markel Fultz or Cole Anthony to get Russell Westbrook for a couple of years to get fans in the seats. I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens from a standpoint of a Russell Westbrook trade. But just overall on what the Magic have done this week, this has been an A out of the park week for the Orlando Magic. Nice job drafting Cole Anthony. They locked up Evan Fournier for another year. Um, we're seeing chemistry being built already with Cole Anthony and Mobaba on Instagram. So we'll wait and see what free agency brings. I haven't really seen much free agency rumors in terms of guys that Orlando's linked to. I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with missing the playoffs next year and um, you know, going into next season, playing around with your backcourt a little bit, seeing what you could get from Chumo Kiki, who I'm going to do an episode on next week because I really want to talk about the potential he brings to the team. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. But in terms of this week, this has been a great week for the Magic. They got out of the Russell Westbrook trade rumors as of right now because, according to the report, they don't have any interest in acquiring him. The talks didn't progress. So as of right now, we dodged the Russell Westbrook bullet. We drafted Cole Anthony. This has been a great week to be an Orlando Magic fan. Hopefully we get some more rumors going into next week. I'm excited to see what we do. But as of right now, the draft for Cole Anthony, give that an A. Absolutely great fit. The backcourt potential in the future is there. Really excited to see what the team does. That's all I have for you all this week. I'm Mike Fazzino with Believe in Orlando Magic. Make sure you subscribe and tune in next week when we're going to be talking about some more potential rumors and talking about Chumo Kiki and the future that he could bring to the Orlando Magic. Once again, thank you for listening to Believe in Orlando Magic, and I will see you all next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.